What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the first episode. You know what? I promised myself I was going to do this without my glasses on. Okay, now I'm going to have to blink my eyes and let it adjust because you can see I've got to get me some anti-reflective glasses because now I've got, um, I'm testing out some lights in here um, tonight, kind of playing around with stuff in the studio. And so, uh, hey, pretty Ricky. Thank you for joining me this evening. Hopefully, we're going to get some more people to jump on with us tonight and join in and chat. You know, I had to come back to um, that video clip. So, because I really didn't get an opportunity to really talk about that video clip the way um, that I wanted to talk about that video clip. Can you hear an echo? Am I echoing? I'm going to have to get, the, get some more stuff in here to, to, to deal with this echo. But yeah, I wanted to come on and chat tonight. You should have known there was going to be a Cocktails with KL tonight. Give folks a little time. Everybody, y'all come on in and chat with me. I'm excited to chat with y'all. Okay, thank you, Rick. Hey, darling. You don't hear? Okay, um, thank you. You see, you see, I got my Red Wine Conversations hoodie. I know y'all like, dang, she had that on the other night, Friday night. Yes. And I got my hoodie on again tonight. And I'm going to put my hoodie on anytime I get ready to put my hoodie on. I'm going to tell you, Rick, if you was here and you saw how uh, zoomed in, I got my screen right now so I can be able to do this without my glasses, you would be cracking up laughing. But, <laughs> but I did want to get an opportunity to come on and do my first cocktails with KO. Um I, can't, I don't even really want to call this a studio. We're going to call this the lounge, the Red Wine Conversation Lounge. That's what this is. It's not a studio. It's a lounge. So I wanted to have the first cocktails with KO. And I have my cocktail here in this glass, well, cup, which I was out of whiskey, so I went with rum tonight for a cocktail. But I also have my water to stay hydrated, so... 
I'm good. But I definitely wanted to swing back around um, to that video clip that we kind of touched on Friday night, but we didn't really talk about. And I felt like I really needed to come back and give my perspective on it because every time I listen to it, it really just kind of takes me back. Like, like, wow, really? Is, is, is this how most men really feel about women who have busted their ass to get where they are to, um, to become financially stable, to become, um, successful to reach their goals or whatever it is that they you know they have chosen to do is this really how they view us like i really want to talk about that and i really hope you know i get some more guys to 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 jump on in here and and share on this i know ei kind of talked a little bit um shared his perspective a little bit well a perspective of some men. I'm gonna put it that way. I won't say it was his perspective. Um, a perspective of some men, um, wanting the feminine um, side. But I'm gonna actually tonight, cause like I had to figure this out on how I could share this video clip. So I am actually going to share the video clip tonight and let y'all listen to it. And let me pull up my headset right here so I can hear it and make sure that it plays correctly. But we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna play this clip, okay? Let me get this up. Literally, she says, "I got a good job. I make very very good money," and she says, "The only thing I need now is a man." <laughs> it's like, yo, like, <laughs> it's like who wants you? Who wants you? You, you right. right? Like once you have achieved these things, you have unfortunately disqualified yourself. Ooh, and, and, shit! And what it is is these because I and this is the thing. I'm not blaming oh, the, the women. women are gonna hate him for that shit. No. <laughs> no, see, the they are gonna see. hate him for that. They, they I can't wait to put this shit out. Okay, so did y'all hear what he said? Because she said, you know, she's got a good job, she's making good money, and all she needs right now is her a man. But the fact that she makes good money and has a good job immediately disqualifies her and she's now no longer attractive hey tara how are you darling welcome thank you for joining us yes tara i agree he's an idiot uh but no 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 i take that back let me take that back i am not going to call that man an idiot he is not an idiot okay he is not an idiot I actually do understand his perspective, okay? I 100% totally understand his perspective. However, I definitely don't agree with it because logically, and then if we think about it, men are supposed to be logical thinkers. That's, that's, that's what they're known for. Women are emotional, men are logical. But to me, that statement is a very, very emotional statement. Tara says, let me pop this up. Tara said, well, explain to me because I ain't getting it at all. I, I'm, I'm going to do my best to try to explain it, Tower. I really am, because I do understand his perspective. And I believe that the perspective is coming from 
the fact that um, men see themselves as the leader, the, um, the one who is supposed to be in charge. And please don't get me wrong, because I do, I, I, I kind of, I do agree with that, and I've said that on on the show that men are supposed to be the leaders of the household. They're supposed to be able to lead the family unit. And when you have a female in that particular um, situation or involvement, and she's not willing to allow that man to lead, yes, that will, there will come issues. But I didn't hear anything about there being a leadership issue in his statement. That. You know, she said, hey, I, I, I'm not willing to follow no man. I'm not willing to, to jump down that. He immediately disqualified her because she had a good job and she made good money. So to me, is that logical or is that an emotional standpoint? And so if men are supposed to be logical, I really need, you know, and I hope the fellas are listening. Now, I, I really do need someone to come in and explain to me, you know, a, a guy who can explain to me from a logical standpoint how that makes sense. But emotionally, I get it. A man wants to be needed. And they like to be needed. And they like to be in a position where, um, and this is just my perspective, I feel they like to be in a position where, um, the female is dependent upon them. That makes them feel some type of way because now they're responsible and their job is to take care of her. It's that uh, black knight syndrome, I guess. I'm not sure. I, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to give it the benefit of the doubt there and not say that it's a controlling issue. More of they like it you know, that damsel in distress, uh, which is something kind of EI kind of hit it to Friday night when he said um, that some men like for the women to sit into that feminine energy and, and be that feminine. And so I can get that. I can get that. He wants to be able to take care of her and feel like he's taking care of her. But why does that have to disqualify her just because she's capable of taking care of herself? Logically, that makes no sense to me. So this is not, this is, I'm not even taking an emotional, hey, he, he kind of took a jab at women. Logically, that makes no sense. I'm no longer um, attractive or no longer in that category of being pursued because I'm capable of taking care of myself. That kind of goes back to my statement on Friday of, you know, would you rather be in a relationship because somebody needs you there or because I want you there? Because if you, if I'm dependent on you, then I need you. And I get it. People like to be needed. She got to come to me. She needs this. She needs that. I know I, I've got her here and she's no, not going anywhere because she needs me to survive. And if she doesn't have me, she can't survive. There are a lot of people who have that mindset, but that's not a logical mindset to me. Fellas, that logically makes no sense. Makes no sense whatsoever. And so that's where I'm lost in it because I'm, that's almost equated to when the guys say, uh, women always talk about they want a good man, but they don't know a good man when they see one. 
Well, now the question is, hey, fellas, do you know a good woman when you see one that you automatically disqualifying her just because she's capable of taking care of herself? How does that logically make any sense? Here you have a woman that's capable. If you got your stuff together and you doing well and y'all both doing well together, she's capable of helping you build. Y'all can build together. But if I come in with nothing to stand on and I'm already needing you to take care of me, where do we go from there? How do we build on a foundation that's already shaky because you got one person that's coming into the situation that's unstable? Only because the other one desires for them to be dependent on them. I don't, I don't get it. Logically, it makes no sense. Thank you. Thank you, Tara. And and I don't, you know, and I hope we've got some um some fellas listening because I really want some guys to chime in on that because logically it makes no sense to me. Logically, and and, and men are logical thinkers. And so that's why I want to stick on. We're not even talking about emotionally and, and I'm not going into uh, and I'm not even talking about those women. who, Again, like I said, Friday night, I, I'm taking those females out of this category that are who always screaming. I'm so independent, but always in your pocket and asking for money. If she always in your pocket and asking for money, then she's not independent. She's not capable of taking care of herself. I'm not talking about those. I'm not talking about those women that every time you turn around, they got to tell you that they independent and they don't need a man. To me, I 100% agree with the guys. Those are red flags. That, that's, that's something you want to be careful in and be thoughtful about before you enter into a relationship with. Those are red flags. But he simply said that this woman said she had a good job and were making good money and now all she needed was a man, but that immediately disqualified her because she had a good job and she made good money. I don't understand it. Okay, Ed Williams says here, Ed says the video, in my opinion, was only one man's emotional opinion. He doesn't speak for the majority. I 100% agree. And that's exactly what I stated in the beginning. This was an emotional stance. It was not a logical stance. And most, most of the time, men are logical thinkers to me. But logically, that made no sense. Emotionally, he had an issue with the woman coming in and being capable of taking care of herself. And to me, from my perspective, that means that you feel like you have to have some type of control over that over that person. And if you don't see a way where you can have some type of control over that person, then you're no longer interested in them and you don't want to entertain that relationship or that woman. That makes no sense to me. Because to me, that sounds like, hey, that's a good opportunity. She, she's stable. If you stable, she's stable. Y'all can come together and you can build together. Isn't that what we're supposed to be doing? Isn't that what relationships are about? But if you immediately disqualify somebody over their capability of taking care of themselves emotionally, I, I agree 100%. That's an emotional statement. It's an emotional stance based on his need to be needed or his need to be in control. I don't know which one it is. I can't speak because I'm not a man. I, 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 I often get, um, and I have to use the word accused of uh, wanting to be in control in a relationship when in reality I don't. But because I have this such 
aggressive personality. Most men immediately, and because I got a good job and I'm financially stable, I'm automatically disqualified and taken off the table. And I honestly feel like that sometimes because remember, this is about self-reflection. And that video clip really made me self-reflect on how I've been seen by a lot of men that will say, oh, he, he didn't elaborate. Well, the clip didn't elaborate on why he felt. And I, I really should have went out there and tried to find the whole video. I may have to do that. But because I would love to hear if he elaborated on why he felt that way. Uh, I know I've often gotten, uh, you seem like you're too independent. You don't need a man. And that's been an issue. So my issue is I come off as I've never I've, I've never had one. Well, that's a lot because I did I did have an issue where financially um, it was an issue because I made more than him and he. But it was his issue because he felt like he wasn't where um, he needed to be. But more often than not, I get that you don't need a man. That's that's the sense I typically get. What is up, baby? Hey, Eric. Eric says here, no matter how much a woman make, I'm going to be the leader, period. And you should. And, and, and I 100% agree with that. The man is the household, head of the household. He should be the leader. And if you're in a relationship with a woman who does not respect that, then that's a problem. That's a red flag. Now, that's one or two problems, okay? There's one or two issues in that uh, particular one. It's either A, she feels like he's not capable of leading or B, she, she, she doesn't want to step back and be in that submissive role and allow him to, to, to lead. Okay. And, and you really have to get in and figure out because me, myself, I can't follow you. Matter of fact, but I'm, I'm a little different because I'm not even going to enter into a relationship with you. If I feel like I can't follow you, it, it, that, that just can't happen. That's, that's period. So I have to already feel like I can trust in where you want to guide our relationship and our life to go. And I'm not concerned about it, like that you're going to be making crazy decisions and, and you're going to be like, I'm the type that I'm going to, I don't want to be in control, but I, at least I, I have to feel like my voice is heard, if that makes sense. You know, everybody wants to feel like their voice is heard. I can't just be what he says and that's it. I have no say so. I have no input. That that definitely wouldn't uh, work for me. Not because I'm not in control, not but because I'm going to feel like that how I feel is not important in the relationship. And I do matter. And I know that I matter. And so I can't be with someone who makes me feel like that I don't matter. So it's not about me wanting to lead or be in control. It's about making sure I feel like that I matter and I have a voice in, in the relationship. And oftentimes that can be difficult, especially if the woman and everybody's trying to vibe for being in control, <laughs> you're going to have those issues. But at the same time, I 100% believe that the man is the head of the household and he should be the leader. But that does not mean that her voice is dismissed. Because every every good king is dependent on his queen and that kingdom they built together. She should be your backbone and support. And if she's your backbone and support, then her voice should be heard. But 
that video to me logically makes absolutely no sense because why disqualify a woman capable of taking care of herself? What does one have to like that? That's ridiculous to me. And and it logically makes absolutely no sense. Let's see. It says there is also there is also an issue with the female approach. In my opinion, she took the power control as soon as she made the man only the cherry on the Sunday. Okay, okay, okay. I can see that. I can I can see that perspective. I can see that perspective. I guess that to me, um, that goes that goes to perception. Like to me, I wouldn't. I, I didn't perceive it that way, but I can one hundred percent see it now that you say that. I can see that perspective in that it did show her dominance, I guess, and, and, and power control. You're, you're absolutely right. I can see that that perspective to say the only thing that I'm lacking now is, is a man, which almost says that he, you know, I got everything else. Yeah, I, I can see that perspective. I can 100% see that perspective. I can, I can. Thank you for that. That 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 adds a different, and that's what the show is all about. It's about being open to different perspectives and being able to, you know, whether you agree or disagree, but can you 100% say, can, yeah, I can see that perspective. Depending on how she said it to him, yes, I can, I can see that. I can see that him taking that as a control thing and then coming. Yeah, I can see that now. Thank you for that perspective. That makes sense logically to me. That it, it makes sense. Still, I felt like his statement was from an emotional one, but I can see, I can see that perspective though, definitely. What did Eric say here? Who wants a woman that has to depend on them? Oh, I get it. A control freak. Yes, a lot of people like that. And, and don't get me wrong, because there are some women out there who are like that. They only get in relationships with men that they can control and that they know that they have put themselves in a situation where that man is dependent on them. 100%. Women do it too. A lot of people like want to be in control in a relationship. That's like I saw, and I really didn't dig into uh, what the clip was about, but it was something about the IRS definition of head of household or something. And I'm just sitting back like, the man is the head of the household. And it was something about the IRS I, I I I have to go back and find it. I have to go back and find it because I kind of kicked it to the curb because it it again it seemed like an emotional type thing. Like when do we move? I think when we move past this desire of 
who's in control and who wants to control and 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 what other people's definition of of control and start to really just interact and communicate with one another we can get past this like communication is the key and being open to other people's perspective is the key to any relationship and until we're able to do that we're going to still be going around and around on this uh Ferris wheel trying to figure out where we want to get off on because does he want to be in control? No. Okay. Well, she making too much money. She probably want to try to control me. I, she don't need me for nothing. Then I don't want to be in a relationship with somebody who don't need me for something. Like, why do we keep putting all of these? What's the word I'm looking for y'all? Uh, uh, expectations or needs or desire. I mean, that's not the word I'm looking for. What's the word? Yes. Communication 100% is, is, is the key. Absolutely. And people don't know how to communicate. We're so busy finding different things that if people don't fit into our box that we check, then we move on. And, and trust me, because this show is about self-reflection. I have 100% done it. I can't sit here and talk to you about it and, and, and not be able to throw myself into that ring too, because I have, I've done it, but we got to start communicating. But here's the other thing. And this is something that I run across and, and, and I had this, and you know what the sad part is, I can't remember if I had this conversation with Rick and Eric while on the show or after the show. But I was talking about how, and I think it was after the show, I was talking about how I have learned to change the way I communicate with people. And so where it used to be, you did this, you did that, you know, more so of coming at them aggressively and blaming them for, you know, their action. You you did this. Why did you do this? Why did you do that? Now I communicate on the level of how I felt, how their action made me feel. When you said such and such, I felt. I felt such and such when you did. So it's always communicated to them based on how I felt. Because I feel like if you care about me, then you're going to take a chance and you're going to stop and you're going to think about, okay, I didn't mean for my action to make her feel that way. So let me stop and communicate and we talk about. A lot of times we want to just go at a person and this goes both ways, male or female, and we don't want to take a, a chance to stop and listen to how our action made someone else feel, or we are unable to communicate to that other person how we're feeling in that moment. And oftentimes for women, I, I, and I can say from a female perspective, oftentimes we're, we're not comfortable really sharing that emotion because we've been hurt so many times that we try to lock that away and we try to play that hard role. 
And so that's why to me, to me, it puts me in a vulnerable space for me to tell you how I feel. And if you can't, if you can't stop to listen when I'm in that vulnerable space and I'm telling you how I feel, and this means that I'm opening up my emotions to you to say, your action made me feel this way. And we can't have a communication about it. That says something to me about who you are as a person. Let's see. It says here, with that being said, as a man, that's my biggest obstacle in my life. In my opinion, most men, I've learned better over the 50 years, but I still struggle. Yes. Yes. We all struggle. We all struggle with it. It's a big struggle. And, and, and it's difficult because most of the time men are not about emotions. But ladies, if you say to him, that's how you made me feel. Stop all the, the, the screaming at your top of the lungs and why did you do this and why did you do that? Because he's not trying to hear all of that hollering and screaming. But if that man really and truly cares about you and it goes really both ways, if that woman really and truly cares about you, when you stop it, you say, you made me feel some type of way when this happened. Someone who cares about you will stop and listen. And so I guess that's where that clip kind of took me when the guy was saying those type of things. Because as that woman who is financially stable, got a good job, capable of taking care of herself, to hear somebody say that immediately disqualifies me, made me feel some type of way. Like, I know people, I know people who, you know, those, to me, it took me to that, I'm a always, I'm always right type of person. And, and, and we all know those, those people. I used to be one of those people. I used to be, I'm always right. And, and for you to try to tell me that I'm wrong, it's a problem. I used to be one of those people and I had to learn to pick and choose my battles and that I'm not always right. But when it comes to communication and trying to communicate how you feel to a I'm always right person is a difficult one. To have someone say how you feel is irrelevant because I know I'm right. That's a difficult you, can you imagine how that makes that other person feel? It feels like I'm irrelevant in the relationship. I'm irrelevant to, um, to what's being said or what's being, what's being done or what needs to be done or whatever the issue may be. But now that Ed gave me a different perspective to, to, to viewpoint, I can kind of see when she said that, depending on how she said that to him, that gave him that, like, I'm your last resort. You got everything else. Now all you need, like, that's all you need. Like, that that comes across to a person as, you ain't really irrelevant. You're the last thing that I need. I got everything else. I could see how someone would take it that way. But I don't, I mean, I don't know. I don't, I don't know how the exchange was. But I can say from a female viewpoint, 
If I, well, I probably would have never put it that way. Typically, my stance always is, because most of the time I get all the time, well, you don't seem like you need a man. You don't need a man. And my stance always is, my response rather, is always, no, I don't need one, but I want one to become a need. That's the difference. To me, there's a big difference between a want and a need. And I talked about that on Friday. Would you rather be wanted or would you rather be needed? Or would you... Would you want to be there because I want you and my, my want for you is so strong that it turns into a need and that I, I eventually get to the point where I need you in my life because I can't see my life without you. But before I can get there, I got to want you to be there first. That's the difference. Eric says, a lot of men feel that way because of the phrase, happy wife, happy life but nothing about a happy man. And, and, and But it shouldn't be that way. We both need to be happy. And if we both not happy in the situation, then that's a problem. And I think we talked about that once before because um, someone had brought that up. I talked about a conversation I'd had with a friend that, you know, it wasn't an issue in the relationship until she had a problem. He'd been unhappy the whole time. But it wasn't a problem until she became unhappy. That's not right. You can't just dismiss how someone else is feeling in the relationship because you feel like your how you feel is more important. And because women are emotional creatures, they 100% do it all the time. And sometimes women, sometimes they do it unintentionally then there are some women who it's all about them regardless it's all about how they feel everything is all about how they feel everything the whole world revolves around how they feel and what they want but then that goes to taking a step back and asking yourself is this really the person for me because if nowhere in any of the decisions or anything that we do or go or whatever has anything to do with me, we never do anything that I want to do. We never have, you know, conversations about things that I'm interested in. It's all about the other person, whether it be the man or the female. Those are red flags. Those are red flags. But what I find nowadays is people have a tendency to want to overlook red flags because we're in that I want to be in a relationship state of mind. It doesn't matter who it is. Just want to be in a relationship. Just want to say that I got a man. Just want to say that I got a woman. Whether they really are prepared for that relationship or not. We have a tendency to want to do that. But we've got to learn to communicate. And if we're not able to communicate with one another and be on that same level, it 100% is never going to work. So that happy wife, happy life phrase, I think is another stupidity. And any man who feels like that it, it's okay for him to bend over backwards to make her happy and, and he can be miserable as all get off, get out, and it doesn't matter as long as she's happy, 
he needs to really take a long look at himself in the mirror. We need to self-reflect on that one because, hey, you deserve to be happy too. We all deserve to be happy in a relationship. And, it, and whether it be male or female, anybody who's willing to sit back and just allow the other person to sit and be miserable, what does that say about you as a person? I'm like, this is what red wine conversations and, and cocktails, this is what we're about. Let's self-reflect on that because that makes it makes no sense. Makes no sense. How can you be happy at the at the expense of someone else's happiness? And you see their misery and they're and and, and they're unhappy. You know it. Sometimes folks like to sit in dysfunction. Their misery is their happiness because their whole goal in the relationship is to make the other person miserable. And I don't understand how people stay in that dysfunction and that misery. But if you grow up in that dysfunction, then you don't know it's, it's not normal. I, I, I've said that to a lot of people. When you grow up in the dysfunction and you repeat what you see, you don't know it's not normal. To someone says, hey, that's not how it works. That's not, that's not how a relationship works. That's not how communication works. That's not how it's supposed to be. You can't just dismiss the other person's feelings just because of how you feel or what you want. Hey, Carolyn, welcome. Girl, you missed way too much for me to recap on. We And, and I kind of bounce. I'm always bouncing around. Y'all know I get on here and I get to talking and I just go wherever the conversation leads me. But it started out with the, the clip that I had talked about on Friday. I think you went back and watched uh, rewatched Friday's episode. But now I've kind of gotten into, after Ed kind of opened up my mind to a different perspective and helped me to see a different, a different light on that, I, I can see where he may have taken that as uh, a control uh, perspective. His perception was that she wanted to be in control. And now she's saying, now all I need, like I got my little dots in a row and I got my little donkeys or whatever lined up and now all I need is one more and that's amazing. Hey, I'm going to add you to my collection. Okay, I can see that. I can see that. I can see that. I can 100% see that. That's a different way to look at it. I did not take it that way at all, but that's definitely a different perspective. But he, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm going to have to go and watch the full, um, the full clip on that one. And, and see if they give, if he goes into any um, any more in-depth on his perspective on why they immediately uh, eliminated her and, you know, he was no longer attracted to her. But then it kind of led us, Carolyn, into talking about communication within uh, a relationship because communication is key. Uh, letting people know how you feel, what you want, and if what you want doesn't match up with what the other person wants, you can't like... <laughs> Listen, I'm going to give a couple of examples of things that I have seen from a relationship perspective, things and people. Hold on, let me let me read what Eric um, has said here. To be totally honest, as a man, 
it's a difference. Them being totally, totally what? As a, a woman, because most men gonna still mess with a woman with the honesty as a man when in honest nine times out of 10, they're not gonna mess. It's not big. I, okay. I, I see your point. Your, your point is that men are more accepting of a woman being honest with them than a woman is of uh, a man being honest with them. And I 100% agree with you. I can agree with you on that perspective. I, I, I totally agree. And I can see that point. And, and actually, it's funny that you say that because it kind of leads into a story that I was getting ready to tell about a friend of mine who had just recently, you know, started dating. And it's it's a male, and he had ran into uh, met this female, and he was telling me about her and all, and she invited him over. And the next thing I knew, she's cooking him meals, and he was like, "But I had a conversation with her that you know I'm not looking for anything. You know, I'm 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 not you know I'm not trying to really date. I'm not looking for a relationship." You know, I'm looking for somebody I can just hang out with, you know, chill. I'm not even looking for sex. You know, I'm just want to just want to, you know, somebody I can kick it with, talk to. And he was like, you know, she said she was cool. And I kept saying, no, no. You in a relationship, you just don't know it yet. And he was like, no, no, I'm not. No, I'm not. I said, okay. And so she cooked and one day, you know, it was snowing and he got in the car and she cooked for him. And he went over there and got the food and blah, blah, blah. And I said, boy, you in a relationship. No, I'm not. Yes, you are. I said, see, in your mind, she fixed you food. You went over there and got it because you set the rules. You set the guidelines. You said, I'm not interested in a relationship. You told her how you felt and you were being honest. But the fact that you drove over there in the ice and the snow to get food, that she cooked for you, that she prepared for you, says something different. Says you care. You were willing to come out in the ice and cold and risk getting over there to her to get that food. She has a different perception, a different perspective than what you do. And what happened? Yep, definitely, yes. Oh, definitely in a relationship. And then as soon as, because he was like, oh, no, no, no. I, I was clear. I was clear. I was honest. Then what happened? She expressed how much she was into him and all. And he had to walk away. And I kept telling him from the jump, you better walk away, jump shit, introduce the family. Y'all just met. You're going to meet the family, cook out. Oh, exactly. Yes. And that's what I kept saying. Exactly, Ed. And let me pop this up. Let me pop this up. Actions speak louder than words. His actions were saying something different to her than what his words were. His words said, I don't want a relationship. But his actions were saying, hey, I'm cool with it. I'm coming across and I'm going to meet you. I'm coming across in the ice and the snow. And she perceived those actions differently than what his words were telling her. Absolutely. Ooh, yes, absolutely. Yes, yes, Eric, it definitely was on her. I agree with you. I agree with you that it was on her, that she got caught up. 
But here's the thing. Here is the thing. I agree, but that is 75%, I'd say 75% of the reason why a lot of women are better and the reason why a lot of women feel like that they were misled just because of what Ed said right here, actions speak louder than words. And they were reading into his actions and, and dismissing those words because actions, huh, your actions were telling me something completely and totally different, completely and totally different. But your words, huh, I'm dismissing your words because your actions are speaking for yourself. Yes, she got caught up because of his actions. I agree. I agree. Because they weren't matching up. And that's what I was trying to, but but that's that's the difference. That's the disconnect. In his mind, he didn't see anything wrong with it. He didn't see anything wrong in his actions. All he was going over there to getting food. And I kept saying to him, I get what you're saying in your mind. It was meaningless. You drive in the snow and the ice all the time. It didn't matter. You went over there and picked up some food. It, it, it didn't mean anything to you. But that action meant something to her. Women are emotional. That action meant a whole lot more to her than it did to him. And he missed that. He missed that. Eric says, you can't mislead me if I know what it is. I'm going to take it for what it is. I agree. I'm that type of person. Uh, I am the type of person that if we're going to enter into a relationship and you have certain terms and you set terms, and if I'm agreeable to those terms, then we stick into those terms until you change. And if you don't ever change the definition of those terms or you come to or, or, or come and redefine them, then those terms remain. And I don't look at you any other way than how you set those parameters. So if you come to me and say, hey, we're going to be friends and we can't be nothing but friends, then that's how I see you for the remainder of the rest of my life. I can't see you in any other way. You are my friend. We friends. Nothing more, nothing less. And unless you come back to me and you want to have a conversation about it, 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 it still might be difficult to change my mind afterwards because I'm going to want to know what's changed now, what's different now than, than then, than it was, that you feel the need to change how we're relating. What has changed? What's different? What made you change your mind? Why are we now changing the dynamics of our relationship? That that, But that's just who I am. I, I mean, everybody may not like that, but it, but that's only if you set the terms. If we just going with the flow, we're going with the flow. There's no term set. But if you set terms for me, then I don't change those terms until you tell me something different. And I'm going by what you said to me, and we sticking with that. And you can't be upset with me when I don't, when you move one way and, and, and I don't move. That takes me back. Oh, oh, that made me think of another clip, and I'm going to have to find that clip. And, and maybe I'm going to share this one on maybe the next um, Cocktails with KO. But the guy talked about how people come into your life for a season. And we've heard people say that all the time. People come into your life for a season. And 
what happens is when y'all come together and because you have that same thing that you related on and you both were hurting in the same way and that's what made you come together and you both grew out of that same pain because you shared one another pain. But what happens when the other person grows and then that other person is no longer, they've healed from that pain and they've moved on, but you still stuck in the pain. And so you don't understand why that person has moved on and it's difficult at times for us to let go because that person is never going to get to where we are, but we feel stuck because we came together and we bonded on a level, but now I'm no longer on that level. I've moved on and you didn't grow with me. And sometimes it's difficult for us to let go. And I think we get stuck in relationships like that a lot where someone in that relationship has grown and the other person didn't grow with you, but you don't want to let them go because you've built that love and that trust and all in that person. But how do you get past if they're not willing to grow and you're ready to, to, to move on to the next level, but they're still trying to hold you down here? Communication. Communication is key. 100% totally key. Let's see, I've got, uh, Ed says, yes, but if it was vice versa, most men will take those free cookies. Oh, all day long. All day long. Most men are definitely going to take what, oh, I 100% agree. Women do it too. Women do it too. Women have misled men thinking the guy thinking he paying bills and he taking her out for dinner, daycare and everything else, thinking he in a relationship and she got a whole other man on the side. So we can't just blame it on men. Women do it too. Women, women use men all day long. They do it in different ways. But, but I was using that as the example. You know, I can't blame them. I didn't blame them at all for going over there to get the free food. If you're going to cook for me, hey, cook for me. I'm going to come and get the food. But if he's telling you one thing, but you're interpreting, and that's the key, because perspectives are all dependent on the person's perspective, okay, and interpretation of the situation, she interpreted his action 100% differently than how the action was being performed. He was just coming to get food, but she interpreted because he risked in the cold and the ice and the snow to come and get a plate, that it meant more than what it really did. So whose fault technically is it? Hers all day long, hers. You can't blame him, but women will be quick to jump on the bandwagon and say he was wrong. Now he was doing boyfriend stuff. Boyfriend stuff, coming to get a plate. He came and got a plate. That's all he did was come and got a plate. But because he came across in the, in the sleep and the snow to get a plate, that meant more than if he had a cane and it was a pretty day. Like, it 100% was her fault. She put herself out there. What? Wait a minute, Eric. Eric says some women got three different men, one to spend money, one to fix things, and one that hits. I want to be the hitter. Eric, see, I don't have time to deal with you today. I don't have time to deal with you today. Well, tonight, 
But I will say, you're right. You're right. I talked about that on, 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 on another show, on a past show. You're right. You're right. And it's funny that you say that because I had a conversation re recently with um, a girl, okay? And she was talking about, you know, she had, like we'd had conversations before and she was talking about dating and, and the struggle with dating and uh, guys not doing this and guys not doing that. And he's got to show her dedication and like he's going to be loyal and he's trustworthy. Now, at that time, when we were having the prior conversations, I was 100% and completely and totally oblivious to the fact that she had a whole side nigga. I'm, let me not use the word nigga. She had a whole side dude, little young dude. And I said, hold up. You are demanding loyalty from him and a level of expectation, rather, of loyalty from him that you're not even giving yourself because you got another whole side, man. And she tries to say, oh, no, Karen, you don't understand. No, no, I understand completely. You can't complain about him when you got a whole side dude. You can't make stipulations on him and you got a whole side dude. Oh, well, I just met this guy and you, we're dating seriously. How are you dating seriously and you got a whole side dude? Well, you know, the side dude, but the side dude know about the new dude, but the new dude don't know about the side dude. Where are we doing that? How do you have expectations of, of the new dude that he's got to be loyal and he, you, he got to show you trust and he's got to jump through all these hoops and he's got to do all these things and you got a whole side dude. I don't get it. I don't get it. And we'll be mad. These women will be mad at the man for not showing them the level of loyalty or the level of communication or the level of trust that they're not even giving in return. Like actions speak louder than words. What is your action showing to him? Like, I don't, I don't, I don't get it. And she just kept trying to say, oh no, uh, Karen, you don't understand. You don't understand. And I said, who are you trying to convince me or you? Because no matter what you say, you can't convince me. You can't convince me on that one. You can't have a level of expectation for him that you're not even, you don't even have for yourself. How, what are we doing that at? <laughs> Eric, we know you'd rather be the side dude. Everybody knows that you would clearly be the side dude, but that is not the point of the conversation. I'm talking about I'm in agreements with you on women that have multiple men, but then have expectations. They have a level of expectation that they're not giving, and we'll get mad. I know plenty of them. We'll get mad when he does not meet that level of expectation that she ain't even given to him. It, 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 it's, it's funny to me. It, it, it is so funny to me. But you done got me all off the subject because that's not what we were talking about. Y'all come in and talk about women have multiple men. And y'all got me on that story because I was done when I found out she had a whole side dude. 
Like, are you for real? What are they doing that at? And I'm, I'm out here getting immediately disqualified because I got a good job and make good money. But you got a whole side dude and another dude that you're dating seriously who knows who doesn't know that you got a side dude. So I asked, well, are you going to tell new dude about the side dude? Since side dude know about new dude? No. Well, how is that fair? I don't understand how that's fair. I don't get it. I don't get it. I don't get that at all. But that's the reality that we're living in. But it makes it difficult for those people who really want to date and who really do have a level of expectation. Hey, zombie, welcome, baby. I haven't seen you pop up in a minute. Hey. Welcome to, I've been on here just rambling, y'all. I've been on here for almost an hour now. I just looked up a bit on here, but about y'all know I get to I get to talking and rambling. And Ed and Eric that kept me talking and got me on soapboxes and all up in here because, you, you know, that I, I think, like, I really want to start a whole series on dating struggles. And, and, and get in a group. And like I talked to L.A. I wish he had been on here tonight. He and I had talked about, and I'm going to have to go back to the table with him. I know we were actually kind of waiting on the studio to get up and running about uh, doing a show on relationship. Hey, Sherry. Welcome, darling. Doing a relationship show with like um, a panel, you know, group of women, group of females. And, and we actually share how we honestly feel. Uh, and, and, and I kind of mediate, you know, uh, that I know I get accused a lot of times of, you know, always want to take in the man's side on it. But it's not necessarily that I always take the man's side. It's that I can see their perspective. I, ha I can understand why they feel the way that they feel. So I try to I try to balance that out. But. Man, I, it, I've seen so many clips out there and different little TikTok videos that come in. Like, really, like we're taking advice from people who clearly, um, clearly, I, 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 I'm not going to say that. I'm not going to say that. Let me just back up and say, I see oftentimes people so quick to jump on the bandwagon of somebody's viewpoint or perspective that they agree about, agree on, and they run with it. And we've seen so many different people pop up, um, relationship gurus, you know, I'm, I'm, if you want to come and talk to me, if you, you know, marriage and all of these different things. Like, I really want to, I want to have a show that's about relationships, but not, I don't even know how I want to put it. I want it to be about learning to communicate with one another as males and females because we don't communicate the same and communication is key and learning how to be open to the other gender's perspective 
and viewpoint without tearing it down because you don't either understand it or you don't agree with it. It's okay not to agree with them. Everything is not about right and wrong. Just because I, does, I don't agree with your perspective doesn't mean that your perspective is wrong. It just means I don't agree. Doesn't mean that my perspective is right. Just means that I have a different viewpoint than you have. And communication is about me taking the time to sit back and listen and get an understanding of why you have that viewpoint. Not so that it changes mine, but so that I can understand where you're coming from. Because if I don't understand where your viewpoint is coming from, I'm never going to get how you're communicating. Does it, it, I don't know if that made sense, but I can never understand. I'm, I'm not going to get to that, that point of understanding with you if I don't have the knowledge base of why you have that perspective and an understanding of why you feel the way you feel about a particular topic. We've got to get to the point where we stop quickly dismissing other people's perspective just because it's different from ours. And I don't know how all, how many times I say to people all the time, it's not, you know, I, I, I get why you feel the way you feel and I understand your perspective. I just happen to have a different one. Doesn't make me right or you wrong just means that we have different viewpoints. Everybody's perspective is based on our experiences and what we went through in life. No one was brought up the same. We weren't all raised by the same parents and all raised in the same household. So we're all gonna have different perspectives and viewpoints on how relationships should work and how that male-female dynamic should go but the key to bringing those differences together is being able to communicate and understand why that person feels that particular way. Why do they have that perspective? What was it that they grew up? What was their viewpoint? What shaped them? How was their household? All of those different things play into a person's perspective and the viewpoint. And especially when it comes to relationships, because we have a tendency to repeat. Wow, I got my mouth dry now. We have a tendency to repeat in our relationships what we've seen in other relationships, whether it be mother, father, aunt, uncle, or whoever it was. Whatever we thought was good and whatever we saw as growing up, we're like, oh, they seem like they got it together. And they seem like they, you know, that has set our perception of what a relationship should be. We either choose to follow it or we choose not to. But being able to communicate why I have that perspective and then being open to that other person's perspective is the key. And that's the only way we can grow and we can build. And so I really want to do a show that, that takes on these different male-female um, relationship issues and say, no, let's take a step back and be open 
to the other person's perspective and try to get an understanding of why they feel that way. What is it that has happened or what was their experience that they had that led them to this point? A lot of times now, our perception and our perspectives in relationships are based on what we've been through in past relationships. And it's difficult to take a step back and realize well, he or she ain't the same person that we dealt with the last time. This ain't Joe over here, so I can't keep treating him like Joe or keep expecting him to act like Joe because he's not Joe. And nor is it fair to me to hold him accountable for what Joe did. But until we get to that point where we can own that and we can see that perspective and we can see how other people perceive us, or think about us and be open to it, we're never gonna grow. So I really wanna get a relation, you know, get a show about that. I feel like I'm rambling. I'm hoping I'm making sense because I really feel like I, 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 I just rambled a whole mission statement there. But I would love to have that. And I, I kind of talked to, uh, to LA about that. So I might have to reach back out to him and see. And if anybody out there, if you're interested in being on the panel, I would like to do a male-female panel and we sit back. But the important thing is, if you want to be on the panel, you can't come in and, and it can't be, it's my way and, and no way. And I'm not open to, or willing to listen to the other person's perspective and try to shut them down and loud talk. We not That's that's not the show I'm, I'm, I'm talking about because those type of shows to me don't they don't get anything across. I'm talking about adults that can be able to sit down and communicate effectively about how they feel on different points and topics as it relates to relationships. I would love to get that up and popping and going. So I'm gonna I'm have to I'm gonna have to reach out to him on that. But y'all, I've been on here. Y'all know I'm always I get on here and I get to chit chatting and I get to talking and then I forget to look at the time. I have been on over here an hour chatting with y'all. Thank y'all for tuning in to another episode of Cocktails with KO. I'm excited as we keep doing the shows to see, like right now, the only thing I'm showing is just this plain uh, gray wall behind me. But I've got a lot of, you know, things that are going to be happening in the studio, pulling the the lounge, let me stop saying studio, pulling the lounge together. Um, now that I've got it up and function, I can take my time to, to deck it out, get my pictures in, all those different things. I'm really excited. Um, we're going to reopen the patio in May. That will be a big bash, birthday bash, reopening of um, the patio in May. Uh, so I'm excited about that. Hopefully I'll have the house done. Um, in time to reopen the patio because right now I'm actually using <laughs> the patio as a workspace as I'm doing the remodel uh, in in the house. And hey, if y'all just do not understand, I am Miss, I am Queen DIY. I love to do it. Like I, I keep forgetting to post on uh, Red Wide Conversations the different projects that I'm doing, but I'm gonna start posting updates. Um, of the studio. I actually take some pictures now of what the studio looks like now so that you guys can see it as it kind of transitions and changes. But I'm going to get off of here. Thank you for tuning in. I appreciate you guys. 
you know, love y'all. I have missed you guys so much. The next time I go on hiatus, I don't think I'm going to go on this long of a hiatus again. I've had so many things I needed to talk about and I had nobody to talk to with. So I appreciate you guys tuning in to me with me tonight, but I'm going to get off of here. Y'all enjoy your Sunday night and I will see y'all next Friday for Red Wine Conversations. <laughs>